Welcome to the Jesus Leadership Podcast. My name is Vernon Hill, Executive Director of Transformation Christian Fellowship. This podcast is to empower business and ministry leaders to effectively lead like Jesus by exploring the practical principles and strategies in Jesus' ministry to apply to our own leadership. Today's key point of Jesus Leadership Podcast comes from the scripture in Luke 9, which reads, Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Today's key point of this episode is to empower your people. In this passage, you see that Jesus takes his disciples away to a private place to then train them and to give them power and authority over sicknesses and diseases. You see here that he gives them a unifying message of preach that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He gives them clear instructions on where to go. He gives them understanding of there are certain people and things that may come up that um, won't won't work out. But don't worry about it. Shake the dust off your feet and keep it going. It's pretty much what he gives them. Just paraphrasing what, what's here in the scriptures. But before I go into really into empowering your people, I have to first take a note at this very clear, you know, clear point in this that helps me as a leader. We see and understand that Jesus is not an insecure leader. Oh boy. Let me tell you about insecurity very quickly. And I'm not gonna go into it too much because there's something else within here that I'm gonna share in another episode that kinda, that's gonna help us with this. But one of the things I do wanna address in this before we go into empowering our people is the fact that insecurity is the death of any movement. And I'll say it again, insecurity is the death of any movement. For me, I've seen leaders hold back what they know because they, they, want, to, they want to secure their spot as the top person. They don't, want any, um, they don't want any competition for their top spot as CEO or, you know, or pastor or, or over this ministry, you know, uh, they, they don't want no, they don't want no competition, things like that. And so they hold people down. And so they're not going to share anything of what they have received or, or, or have learned. Then I've also recognized and seen with certain leaders that, you know, they'll empower you, they'll train you and things like that. And then as you're getting empowered and getting emboldened and operating in your gift, then they're coming and they're, they're looking at you like, uh, you know, a little insecure. And then what they want to do is tamper or limit your abilities or start trying to shift away power away from you and things like that, because, hey, you ain't stealing my members or, oh, you're not stealing my business away from me or you're not doing this or you're not doing that out of uh, uh, out of a pride issue or sometimes out of just out of out of being afraid that you're going to take their business or you're going to take their church away. You're going to take these members away. You're going to take this away. Then there's other leaders that I've seen that struggle with the same disease of insecurity where they're just insecure to the point where within themselves as a leader that they don't have it within themselves because of where they are as a leader and where and how they feel in themselves as being a leader, that they don't have anything to give to their leaders. And so they put on a nice front, like, you know, I'm leading and I'm doing this and I'm doing that, but they're so insecure that they don't have the ability within themselves to empower other people. And I've, and I've been around a lot of situations and experienced many leaders that are like that. 
And one of the things that I know about it is, is that you can't give somebody something that you don't have. <laughs> and you and in this passage, Jesus gives them what he does have. He has power and authority over sicknesses and diseases. And this is a training ground for these disciples that then leads them. You know, of course, you read the story on in the New Testament that, again, these are the disciples minus Judas that then goes and then, you know, starts the church, you know, and builds the church and things like that. And it starts with this training ground right here, which is very, is very interesting. And so what I say in this and just in just in passing, because I'm not going to deal too much about uh, insecurities, not that much today. I'll probably leave it for another episode. Um, but one of the things that has to be done before we can really empower our people is we do have to get over insecurity. Insecurity will, again, be the death of any movement. And so you're saying to yourself right now, like, you know, I kind of struggle with that. I, I deal with that. And so how how do I overcome that? Just very quickly, just just a few just a few thoughts I will give you for that. I think this is how you overcome. I think first you have to be honest with yourself by accepting the truth about your flaws and embrace them. Then I also have then also I think that you have to do the reverse. You have to be honest with yourself in accepting the truth about well this is what i do well about this is what i do very well this is what i'm gifted to do this is what i'm actually empowered to do this is what i actually can do well outside of just thinking about the flaws and the other issues you have to be honest about those as well as you're honest about what is good i think also what you have to do is you have to continually daily ask god to give you the empowerment that you need daily to not to not sink yourself into a place of insecurity. Now, insecurity is defined as is a deficient is being deficient in assurance or beset by fear and anxiety. And so you get there when you create these these ideas. I told you insecurity <laughs> leads to many false realities. So you have to you really have to begin to tell yourself the truth, the truth about where you are as a business, the truth of where you are as a church, truth of where you are as a leader, the good and the bad and be and to accept those things and really take it to God and continue to pray and ask him to lead you out of it. And then also, I mean, encourage yourself through through the scriptures. I mean, just simple, just real simple. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Those kind of positive confessions will really help deal with that, um, that period or that season. And hopefully you don't have that disease of insecurity. <laughs> so I hope that helped you out really quickly. But this is one of the key points in empowering your people. Um, it is reckless to give someone power and authority without instructions. I have seen with leaders where they give, you know, certain um, certain leadership positions to certain people, but then don't give them instructions for it. So when the so when the church organization or the business doesn't go in the direction that they were hoping it to go, then it becomes all the fault of that person. Well, how can it be the fault of that person when you never gave them the instructions and the limitations on what it is that you desire to see happen in that position? 
One of the things that you see in this passage of scripture is that Jesus gives them very clear instructions. Number one, he also, number one, you see it in this that you see, he tells them where to go. He tells them what to say, and he tells them what to do. And he also tells them how to deal with it. One of the things that he gives them instructions to do, he says, you go after the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He tells them to avoid the way of the Gentiles or enter the city of the Samaritans. He tells them, go preach. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Gives them a unifying theme and message. One of the things that I think is very important specifically for, uh, for churches is that they have a clear and concise vision statement. Something very clear and precise that anybody who's a part of any parts of the organization can lead you in a way that everybody in, in the church will understand and know what that vision is and that everything that we do here is based off of that. We're not just doing anything just to do it, but we're doing it based off of what our, what our vision is or what our, our, our mission statement is, which is, I think is very important. Here at Transformation Christian Fellowship, you know, our vision statement is connecting lives to the transforming power and love of Jesus Christ. So it is. It, so what is important, and this is this goes to my point, is that you're going to hear that message from the pastor. But what's important is that you got to also hear it from a volunteer that's walking people into the church. You kind of want to hear that in somebody who's helping our, our 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 guest services. Where it's like, did you sign up for the life group? This is definitely going to be something that's going to help you connect even more to you know. The transforming power and love of Jesus Christ, you know, seriously, it's going to help what you do. And however people's lingo is, you still hear the language of what that particular church is. And for us, it's connecting lives to the transforming power and love of Jesus Christ. So having a unified theme is very important. And Jesus gives that to them. What he also does is give them space in order for them to activate their power and authority. I don't know about you, but I've been in positions before um, leading underneath people and they don't give you um, the leeway and the position or the space to then do what they called you to do. That is so annoying. <laughs> it's really annoying. You, you know, you have a leader that's always on your shoulder, on your back. Um, you're not giving me space enough to do the things that you called me to do. And so what you see here with Jesus, that Jesus gives them the space to do what they're called to do. And if you read further on, there's a situation that comes up with, um, with the multitude and Jesus asks them, well, what y'all going to do? <laughs> Just paraphrasing. But that gives you an example. Number one, Jesus is not an insecure leader. And Jesus giving them the space to have the power and authority that they need to then en to enact what it is that he gave them to do and to act upon it. One of the other things that's very important and one of the other keys here in empowering your people is empowering your people to, to, to make them understand that not everywhere they are going to be celebrated for the fact that they have power and authority. One of the things that you see in this passage here uh, Jesus says in Matthew 10, and when you go into a household, greet it. 
So he gives them instructions on customer service. <laughs> um, verse 13, it says, if the household is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. Verse 14, and whoever will not receive you nor hear your words when you depart from that house or city shake off the dust from your feet and right there you see this is how you handle rejection so this is something that's very important because one of the things that i do see specifically in church ministry is that we empower people to to um, be leaders and things like that. And people wanna be leaders, but we don't teach them also how to have a, a, a thick skin. And one of the things that um, I was taught very young, my, my grandmother used to say this a lot, which really helped me uh, tremendously concerning um, leadership in a lot of different places is that she said, you know, the people who are gonna praise you today, well, they'll try to crucify you tomorrow. So you can't be hype on, on you know, people praising you. And I took that to heart. I really took that to heart because there's a lot of um, moments and opportunities, well, not opportunities, they weren't opportunities, but there was a lot of moments in my personal leadership in dealing with different churches is that um, I, I, was, I was great, you know, um, you know, months ago and things like that. And then when I'm starting to deal with the ministry and things like that, you know, I'm, I'm arrogant the next. And those things never bothered me because I did not make my living on their praises. And so I think in empowering your people, you have to empower them to not be so elated on people's praises, but receive people's praises, receive their, their compliments, but don't make a living off of it. Don't, don't, don't be, don't think that that's what's going to, that's going to keep you up. Don't get don't get hung up on the um, on the drug I call it a validation, but to be secure in who you are and what you are to do what you have to do. And so with this, Jesus shows them if they don't receive it, shake the dust off of your keep off your feet and keep it moving. Because one of the things that we can see and that we know is that these people may not receive it, but the next group of people will receive it. And so if you are stuck and if you have leaders who are stuck off of the first rejection and things like that, then they're missing an opportunity to get to somebody else or to get, you know, uh, or to move the organization further um, by maybe that person wasn't the right person that needed to be in that position or they just don't. They just didn't like you being in that position. It's time for you to move on and get to the next people that that will receive you and things like that. And so Jesus does the responsible thing by teaching them to not get hung up on that. Shake the dust off your feet. I just think that it's very impactful and, and, and will help your church and your business if you really take the time, leader, to really empower your people. Empower your people to effectively lead as well as you are leading. And the, one of the things that I also see with this is that I don't, I don't know uh, the background of, you know, wherever you may be watching or listening to this podcast, but you see that he does not tell them to go into Samarita, into Samarita because again, that's something that Jesus is going to do. He, he, he going to do that. He going to handle the, the Gentiles and things like that. Obviously, as you continue to keep reading, so I want to make a note that there are still things that you as a main leader need to do that they can't not do as you're empowering. 
but don't 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 hinder other leaders from becoming all that they need to be because there's still responsibility that you need to do. Don't be an absentee leader. Don't be one that wants to lead when it's uh, when it's all good. Also be there when it's also bad. And then also, uh, you know, make sure that you're doing your your responsibility because one of the things that you don't want to have done in your business or in your church is that you become an absentee and that you have somebody who's a true bona fide leader who is who has submitted themselves to follow after you and you're on vacation and they have to step up into places that they weren't necessarily called to. And then when you come back or wh whatever you're doing is that, oh, you then found out that <laughs> the leadership got replaced because you were an absentee. There's things for you to do. And you have a responsibility. You have a responsibility to lead leaders as well as leading your congregation and your business. And so don't don't take that lightly. And you empowering your people does not give you the power for you to necessarily take a vacation, but for you to be able to be a spearhead to lead your businesses forward, lead your churches forward and to a better future. So empower your people. Thanks for listening to this episode of Jesus Leadership Podcast. Be a part of this community that wants to effectively lead like Jesus. Subscribe and keep up to date with this podcast. Remember, don't be afraid to stand out. Be confident and secure in yourself to serve others and have the courage to lead like Jesus. I'll see you soon.